0: everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and Game Master AJ. Uh, welcome to our first episode of 2024. We hope you all had a really great festive season. It was, as always, <laughs> busy for all of us um, and we took our traditional couple of weeks break over the, over the festive season uh, just to uh, try and unwind a little bit and we hope it was restful for all of you as well. Uh, but we're back at it now with the next chapter of our D and D storyline. Being as it's the start of the year, I don't have any major announcements for you all at the moment. Uh, we'll see if <laughs> we'll see what develops as the year goes on. But yeah, we'll go straight into a recap of what brought us to this point in our D and D storyline, and we'll get right on with the new episode. I know we've uh, we've kept you waiting for this one over the over the festive period. So, we uh, we first met our uh, trio of heroes, that's Buga, Miri and Kirik, on the road uh, heading towards Colton's March, uh, away from the freezing northern coastline of Valana. Uh, in the middle of the night, they were awoken by a speeding carriage, and the following morning discovered a, a grisly scene in the woods, uh, where there clearly had been some incident happen involving Said carriage potentially. Uh, they fought off a weird demony creature thing that they were unable to identify, which uh, clawed its way out of a tree um, before taking the lone survivor of this incident to the uh, the nearest inn uh, on the outskirts of Colton's March, uh, where they got some medical help for her. Um, deciding what to do next, they uh, they pretty much had a, a short discussion before deciding to head further into the village, uh, the town itself, um, to sort of see what they could find out about the the incident the night before and maybe just kind of get their lay of the land. That's pretty much where we left off last time. Um, So uh, yeah, without any further ado, uh, we'll get into today's episode then. Enjoy.
1: if we step out of the uh, the inn, what mm. are we faced by as, as the day is starting?
0: Yeah, the, the sun has definitely come up a bit more since you, since you arrived here. We can probably say it. it's basically probably been about an hour since you arrived. We sort of skipped over a little bit of conversation and that, didn't we, with the priestess and things. Um, but yeah, the, the sun is now up. It's, it's still a little bit of a bleak winter day, but it's now um, at least a bit more... Uh, light out here and uh, the first thing you see is that you're you're kind of still sort of on the outskirts of town not the biggest of towns but um, you're definitely not in the, the main square but this is definitely still the king's road it's quite wide sort of uh Thoroughfare, and there's you know there's a few sort of houses and buildings set back from it on the other side of the road facing you, but you you can sort of see a few larger buildings off to your left, which you would guess would be towards the center of town. Uh, there's a few kind of little side roads heading off of it um, a, a short distance away, um, but yeah, most of the the buildings around here have got a nice sort of dusting of snow on it, but it's it's definitely like. Compared to in the um, in the countryside where when it's snow everything is snowed here. The road here is a little bit more churned up and the um the presence of like houses with fireplaces and things. I mean it's just a little bit warmer and things just you know, it's it's not quite as fully unblemished <laughs> snow, you know. Mm. So certain fires of some of the snow around here is looking a little dirty where there's been smoke coming out of chimneys and stuff so um yeah, yeah. you definitely this is yeah it's, it's picturesque it's nice it's a nice little town but it's you're definitely feeling like oh we are back in civilization a bit especially after a day or two of sort of camping out in the in the middle of the you know the woods and things mm-hmm. so that that's what faces you when you step outside the front door hey anybody got any preferences
2: this is not a port town is it no.
0: No, you're inland. Um, you're, you're kind of almost... Um, you're heading towards the sort of foothills of the Silver Peak Mountains, but even that's still a mile or two away. Um, so you're kind of on the plains a little bit. Um, you can't really see the main uh, river from where you are either. There's a sort of small stream, which you wouldn't... I, I would get, You can't see from where you're standing, but you would know there is like a little bit of a stream that comes out of the mountains. Um, but So you imagine that is going... Sort of near to the town, somewhere, but from where you're standing, no, you're, you're kind of a town in the plains. The forest is visible that you just come out of, and um, looking to the south as well, you can also see another bit of forest heading off that way. But yeah,
2: alright Yeah, so uh, let's go. Let's go see if anyone's you know making making things, you know, uh, like a like a smith or something, or like a, I don't know, tailor or or something. Just I like to watch people make things.
1: Sounds good to me. Who knows what kind of wares they might have. Okay. So, um, as you sort of turn and head towards what
0: I guess would be the centre of town, the first kind of business that you come across isn't in the town square. It's on the same road that you're on. As you go past the first few houses, suddenly you've got a little bit of an open space to your left. There's a a fence going along it, but there's definitely a sort of gateway that you find yourselves passing. You look inside, and there seems to be a few... Um, in various states of repair, looking carriages kind of parked in lines, and as you look up, there is actually a sign above the gateway, which says "Trusty Williams Used Carriage Emporium." <laughs> not, not much signs of life at the moment. Yeah, as I say, it's still fairly early, but it's um, yeah. This is this is the first thing you find, and as I say, that they're in kind of various. Sort of states of repair. There's a couple of nicer looking ones, but there's definitely a few that are like missing wheels, and have got like there's one with like a huge chunk that's been taken out of the door and stuff, and there's missing panels and things. And there's a, there's like a little sort of shack at one end of it, which with a, a sort of what looks to be somebody's idea of fancy lettering on it, um but it is a little bit sloppy that says office.
1: Uh, so n- noting this, then as we are passing then Boog is going to turn to the rest of the gang and say, "Oh, it could be interesting or useful for us to pick up one of these used carts for the rest of the journey." I'm not sure I want to walk the rest of the way. These shoes are already starting to wear through a little bit. You don't see any sign of horses in there. I will say,
2: <laughs>
1: uh, just just a thought
0: yeah. for now. Oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm just painting the picture here.
3: I think we're probably thinking the exact same
2: thing. That. But- They might have gotten the carriage here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. So, uh, they also might have gotten, you know, the carriage here. The one that we saw that that went really fast.
1: Oh, of course. Well, um, Booga cranes his neck trying to spy movement or signs of anybody. Let's see if there's somebody around, a, a salesman perhaps. Somebody who can fill us in if they do know anything and at least give us a price, if at the very least.
2: So I think we go over to the office, their fancy office.
1: All right. Um,
0: no real signs of movement as you head through the yard, I will say. Um, you did get a bit of a better look at some of these carriages. And as I say, there's a couple of nicer looking ones, um, which definitely seem... I don't know, at least ones you would trust <laughs> on a longer journey um, and <laughs> everyone every single carriage you, you pass though um, no matter what state they're in has a, a sort of uh, a wooden kind of placard that's been put, sort of lent on it in one way or another that has um, a variation on the words like bargain or great deal or like best deal in town and certainly has all four wheels <laughs> and things like this <laughs>
2: card history are available upon yeah
0: upon yeah Dubai. exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably zero deaths involved that one's that one's hidden away that one needs a rewrite i think
2: these are really reassuring yeah <laughs> <laughs> with a big asterisk text to it <laughs> yeah.
0: inquire inquire at office sort of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah no signs of anybody moving about in the yard Heading to the office, I take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you uh, are you trying the door? Are you banging on the
1: door? What's the uh, what's the move here? Does anybody want to take the lead necessarily?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, I'll just try the door.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So you go to basically this, just before you, your hand reaches the handle, um, the door is pulled open, and there is a a, a, a halfling uh, in front of you in quite a I guess I wanna say a little overdressed, I will say. He's got a What well, he's got a really nasty looking suit on. <laughs> like, as in like it's kind of fancy, but it doesn't fit in very well, and the it's like a kind of slightly too bright purpley colour mm-hmm. that definitely doesn't really fit in with the rural setting of this town. Mm-hmm. Um his hair has been slicked back with you're not entirely sure what but it doesn't look that healthy but it's definitely like an attempt at like (laughs) you know attempt at like to to, to just kind of unify the look as like hey uh, you know he he thinks he looks cool sort of thing Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he, he maybe has seen you coming, and he's opened the door. And he, the, as, you, as your hand is reaching towards the handle, the, the door is pulled away from you, and suddenly, instead of a handle in your hand, you have this halfling's hand as he shakes your hand and goes, "Welcome to Trusty Williams. How can I help you with your carriage needs on this fine day?"
2: Oh, hi. Um, well, uh, we were we were looking uh, to to see if we could if we could find um a new carriage. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I have many. Well, no, I don't have new carriages. I have fine carriages, though. Better. Some would say better. They have been. They've been. They've been worked in. They know that they. We all. know they work. They're heavily used. No, not heavily. They have been used lightly, used and well taken care of. I can assure you.
2: Well, well, new to us. New to us. Yeah. We were. We were all, also wondering if if you had seen um someone. Uh, come through here really fast and someone had bought a
0: carriage Uh, many people buy carriages from me I'm trusty William well like they know I'm the best place to go and I'm sure they all go very fast fast as you need faster even
2: well you know yesterday we just we we found this we found this woman uh, and and she looked like she'd been um, in a carriage that was traveling really fast and then um, you know she was by the side of the river and she'd been attacked and it seemed like they had stolen the carriage.
0: Oh, that's nothing to do with me, I can assure you. I, uh, I just, I, I'm a legitimate businessman.
3: Oh. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Not, that's not what we're, we're, we just want to know if you know
0: anything about it. No, I don't. in fact, I wasn't even here yesterday. I was visiting my uncle.
2: Who uh. was here yesterday?
0: Uh, that would be uh, my boy, uh, Thomas.
2: Where's Thomas.
0: Uh, he's, he's still asleep. he's got no get up and go in him anymore. this early in the morning we could have had two carriages sold already, and he's snoozing away what the lay about
2: I guess um well you know because because sleep is important, so I guess um do we do we want to wait until until he wakes up
0: no or? i'll go I'll go wake him up right now <laughs> he steps into the office and you just hear like indisc- you know indistinct kind of loud shouting in the back. <laughs> um, it's good the office goes back a little further than it looked um, from the outside it's still a shack but like there's definitely a back room that you just sort of hear Thomas get up blah, blah, blah. <laughs> eventually you hear that like, he, he comes back and goes, he's coming now he's coming now maybe he can answer your questions in the meantime maybe I can, I can show you some of our fine carriages we put you in one of them today you grow out of here happy customers
2: oh well um yeah i guess we could uh uh we're we're traveling south, so we could we could do
0: that good i have carriages to fit every budget what what sort of price range are we looking at here
2: um not a lot
0: oh Mm. well that does limit things a little bit but i can still accommodate you and he sort of he turns away from the nicer looking carriages (laughs) Towards ones which I can definitely describe as not great looking a <laughs> um, little bit run down, missing a roof here and there, um, definitely not an, not an enclosed, comfortable ride, mm-hmm. more on the cart end of things as opposed to a carriage, I would say, and missing paint and things like this. this one here this is a classic. Very much in style, uh, 40-50 years ago, but it's it's coming back into fashion.
2: And, uh, if we- if we needed to, uh, get, uh, you know, someone- something to pull the cart, I guess, uh, like a horse or something, uh, is there a stable nearby?
0: Well, if I'm perfectly honest, a lot of people tend to bring their own horses to this arrangement, you know what I'm saying, um maybe you ask around town found something uh, suitable to pull the cart for you bit of free advice though you're going to want to stay away from those scumbags over at trustworthy johnson's discount horses <laughs> <laughs> he spits on the ground
2: every everyone's really really trustworthy here it sounds like
0: a lot of people are it's a nice town but there's one exception to that trustworthy johnson son of a bitch
3: so Wait, um, is there a second shop called Trustworthy Johnson's Carriages?
0: No, we are Trusty Williams Discount Carriages. We sell premium carriage experiences for the low, low price. Perfect for every customer. Ah. They sell horses at a knockdown price. They fall apart before you get them out of the yard. Completely different business.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you don't get into business with each other, but if he's not that trustworthy, I suppose it makes sense. We, we, a funny story actually, we did used to be in business together,
0: and then, uh, well, he ran away with my wife. A bastard. Oh. Oh dear. Started his own own business selling horses, of all things. How do you change a wheel on a horse? Who knows?
1: I'm surprised he didn't run a little bit further.
0: Well, (laughs) truth be told, uh, hard to get far without one of these fine carriages.
1: I see. Yes, uh, business, of course. So I, I can see where your focus in life is. Yes, yes. Oh, look, here comes Thomas. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah, there's, there's a quite sleepy-looking uh, halfling, definitely younger-looking, um, is comes out of the office. He's pulling on what looks to be a, a smaller version of the same type of suit, um, which doesn't look particularly comfortable. He comes like, hey, can I help you? <laughs> My father said you wanted to talk to me. William smacks him on the back of the head. Yeah, that's not how you talk to a customer. You talk to a customer with cheery, welcoming demeanor. Otherwise, they don't buy carriage. No wonder your mother left. (laughs) Brutal. He stands up a little bit straight. Hello, welcome. uh, Welcome, treasured customers. How can I help you? My name, Thomas.
2: Oh, yeah, um, um, we, we, uh, found some people outside town, and we were wondering if, if, if they had, you know, we saw that there was a carriage that had gone by real fast, and, um, we were wondering if they had bet anyone had bought a carriage here yesterday, and, uh, you know, left in a hurry.
0: Uh, yesterday, yesterday, uh, what was I doing yesterday? Hmm. He scratches his head. I don't think I sold any carriages yesterday. I sold a, a nice pair of uh, new spinning rims to uh, to uh, m- Mr. Gladys uh for his uh for his fancy uh, carnival carriage, but uh, I didn't sell a carriage itself.
2: Oh, is it maybe maybe we should uh maybe, maybe we should um go and, and at this point I'm I've turned back to look at Buga and carriage. Uh Maybe we should go um, to to trustworthy Johnson and see if if they know anything. I'm kind of keeping my voice down because I saw like how we reacted to trustworthy Johnson before. Yeah,
1: <laughs> mm. yeah sounds sounds like a good idea. Um, if, if nothing else, they they might have some idea about this carriage. I, I have my doubts now. If they didn't buy this carriage here yesterday, then they probably just rode it straight through town. But. We might need horses ourselves, and let's find out how trustworthy this one is.
2: And I'll turn back to um, William and Thomas, the halflings, and be like, oh, uh, we're going to uh, shop around a little bit, and uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you a decision. Uh, we, we, we might come back and give you a decision later, but um, we're going to, you know, look around a little bit.
0: Okay, but you struggle to find deals as good as, uh, good as us here anywhere in town. We'll see you later on for a pleasant business transaction. And a, a wonderful new carriage. Used carriage. Still wonderful, though. We'll see you later on. Yes, good day to you. Thank you for your time. Of course, of course, of course. He sort of turns to his son. You sort of hear him muttering. In other words, you've got to upsell. You've got to get the spinning rims and the carriage. What is wrong
1: with you? As they sort of head back to the office. Oh well, we'll head off then, I suppose, <laughs> towards uh, the next trustworthy encounter. Okay,
0: <laughs> so so you head out of the yard then, um, leaving. I mean, I guess I guess you've ruled out the possibility that the, a new carriage was bought here. I suppose so. That's
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So that, that that's something. It it does seem like they've just ridden through town that they already had this carriage. There's a possibility they got a new horse, but mm-hmm. we'll find out.
0: Mm. so are you continuing to head towards the town square i mean you're looking up and down it doesn't look like trustworthy johnson's is it's not like directly opposite or anything like that it's (laughs) i mean that would be funny but it's not
2: that would be he'd run not far at all yeah yeah
0: (laughs) they brought neighboring yards to each other and there's just a fence separating them (laughs) um no i mean that get the feeling if anywhere trustworthy johnson's is maybe the other side of town
1: what's close by then kind of as we're going then
0: if you continue up the road you will get to the town square um let's say there's a few houses dotted around along alongside of the the road here but in terms of sort of points of interest you can definitely see there's a sort of what looks to be like a kind of church spire type thing in the center of town definitely visible from where you're at and a few kind of larger two-story buildings in that direction so that's definitely going to be maybe where things are going to be clustered a bit more
2: okay so yeah, let's head that direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a long walk. Um, you, you know, it I it, say it's not a big town, really. But you you find yourselves in, um, I guess if, again I keep using the word picturesque, but a kind of picturesque little town square here. Uh, as uh, Hamish had said, this was maybe going to be uh, market day normally, but um, it being winter, it's it's not. Um, but you can see where that there's quite a wide sort of open space in the middle of the town square with a small fountain in the middle which is frozen over. Um, but there's quite a few businesses sort of lining the square itself, as well as, as I said, kind of a, a sort of, not huge, but sort of sturdy looking town kind of temple. But it's not the only one. If, if you look around, there's actually a couple of extra smaller kind of shrine buildings, which are not as big as a huge temple, but they definitely have got like religious symbols on the outside. It's They're more sort of like single plot things as opposed to the, the larger temple. Um, but yeah there's a, there's a few sort of businesses here and there um, I, can, I can list a few if you would
1: like um, sure yeah and in, in particular I think Booger will keep an eye out it's not likely but if there's a, a book vendor or somewhere that looks like they would sell books he's curious okay that's probably a better way to do it actually, is to say like, so what, what are the kind of things you would
0: be looking for more than anything? But um, yeah, there, there's a sort of lo- quite large, general store kind of looking place, which is, you can see a sign that says the March Provisioner. Which, I mean, you can sort of see from the outside, there's a bit of everything, there's a couple of sort of stands on the outside that have got some goods kind of piled up. Um, they're not covered in snows, so they've maybe only just been put out there. Um, that's definitely open now. In terms of looking for, like, a bookseller, there is definitely what looks to be a sort of more of a... The closest you can see is, I guess, like a sort of curiosities shop. Again, sort of looking... There's windows on the outside. does seem to have some shelving things inside. You can't... It's a little bit dark in there at the moment, but there's definitely... That's the. That's what strikes you as the, the best possibility for that kind of thing. Huh. There is a... Uh, another inn. Although this one sort of looks more like a kind of just general sort of town pub rather than like a kind of coach inn and that's a sign called that says the pig and there's a pretty chunky looking pig on the sign which seems to be winking at at the painter (laughs) um and there what else is there i mean well what are you looking for i can tell you whether there's something relevant i guess
2: well i mean i guess i guess mary will turn to luke and carrick uh well if somebody came through really fast, maybe maybe someone in the pub knows uh, who you know they could, saw the person.
1: It's a fair point. I, I think it will be pretty reasonable to ask everyone we meet if they heard or saw anything. Um, um, I'm, I'm curious about this curio shop over here myself. I don't know if you want to if we want to split up maybe or if, if anybody else is as curious as I am. You've read the word curiosities and you've gone that does make me curious.
0: Yep. <laughs> one-, one track mind. Yeah. He's a fairly simple guy. Next to the curiosity shop as well. I will say there is a uh, well it's to be uh I'm trying to think how to describe this. There's a sign with quite hmm, bubbly writing. I will say like the it's it's not the attempt at fancy writing that um trusty william made this is definitely designed to maybe appeal to town children and stuff and it says the sweet tooth and it does look like it's some kind of chocolate shop see there's like a subtitle that says confectionery from across Valana and beyond with like three exclamation points on it
3: <laughs> uh, kirik's stomach growls and it's pretty it's loud enough everyone can hear it it's noticeable <laughs> he looks it's slightly embarrassed like a full, embarrassed, brat,
1: but... a full growl <laughs> <laughs> yeah Am I detecting a sweet tooth over there, Kirik?
3: He looks slightly embarrassed. And he runs a hand through his pretty... You're pretty sure that he should not be able to run his fingers through his hair because they're kind of curly and wild. Um, Yeah, um, I I do like sweets.
1: We've got time to kill. Nothing's stopping you.
3: Is it open, or is he just going to bash into a closed door?
1: <laughs> uh, we can probably say at this point, yeah, like
0: things are things are kind of opening up here. It, it's it's definitely sort of the start of the day in terms of like business, like business is opening up. But yeah, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'd be real harsh if I don't do these places and be like, "But you got here too early." So good luck. You know? <laughs> no, it, it's yeah. We say things that things are kind of opening up here. Yeah. You might be the first customer of the day, though, if you do go in.
3: I, I think he's actually going to hesitate. Um, I think we have business first, and then
0: uh, dessert. <laughs> business first, chocolate later.
2: <laughs> Is it about lunchtime?
0: Uh, oh no, it's still kind of still morning. I'd say probably about eight nine a.m.
2: Okay. Um, you want to? We could. We could get. We could go to. Uh, to a pub and get some, I don't know, snacks, and then, and then maybe get some sweet, sweet things.
0: You probably still hasn't been that long since you had your porridge, um, but if you want to, this could <laughs> definitely be like a to- <laughs> just like a food outing the whole day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I must admit my curiosity is very strong, and he's staring <laughs> at that sign. It calls to you. We we could all split up. I mean, I like your. I won't take long. I promise.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, we we can go in. It's all right.
1: Well, if you want to come with me, then and Burger starts walking off towards the door. Let's let, let's go and have a look and see what they've got before we go in. Um,
0: I I forgot to say when you were first looking at it, the uh, the name of the store is emblazoned in quite fancy lettering, uh, in a on a a dark background above it, and it just simply says. Heinrich's curiosities and curios. Well, we'll head in, and uh, yeah, what are we met by. Okay, so the first thing you're met by is quite a strong smell of incense as soon as you step inside. It's quite, it's candle lit in here, um, so it's a little dark. Even though you know it's light outside, but like there's no kind of chandeliers or anything really lighting up the space. It's 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 kind of it's definitely the owner. If you would guess by the sign called Heinrich, is definitely setting a mood here, and the mood is Mm (laughs) ooooh
2: Mirri immediately sneezes
0: yeah no that's understandable (laughs) it's quite strong it's definitely like it's clearly you would maybe like one thing of incense to just give a room a thing there are several things lit around the room giving like a little bit of a sort of smog of incense in here (laughs) so as you step in a little tiny tinkling bell rings as as the door opens and um, you can see There's shelves lining the walls. There's also kind of shelves splitting the room in two. Like a kind of double-sided thing. Um, It's quite small in here. It's not a big building at all. So it's very much... I don't know if you've been in those sort of like quite pokey little shops that are like... Is a bunch of stuff in different piles and you've got to kind of squeeze your way around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, it's, it's, it's kind of got that vibe. I'm not saying it's untidy, I'm just saying it's a little bit sort of small in here. And um, at the back there is like a sort of desk um, sort of counter thing. As the bell tinkles um, from behind a beaded curtain emerges a, uh, uh, a man in a robe who sort of bows his head and says, Welcome to Heinrich's Curiosities and Curios. How can I help you this wonderful morning?
1: A pleasure to meet you. Uh, I take it you're Heinrich. That I am. That I am. Well, I'm um, I'm here to peruse some reading material, ideally. I don't know what kind of stuff you might have.
0: Books on the occult, faraway lands, unknowable horrors beyond comprehension. We we also have an almanac and several mass-market paperbacks.
1: I think the latter end of your selection is probably where I'm going to be perusing today. Um, the, the unknowable horrors and everything, probably best to keep those unknown. Um, let's have a look at that almanac, and Booger will just, yeah, get into having a look at that if he gets past it. Yep, sure. As you approach, this, there's kind of clearly a, a shelf that's sort of books
0: put together, and some of them have definitely got some quite scary looking titles like magical and mysterious beasts of far ravard and uh, terrors from beyond the deep and such. Definitely sort of designed to kind of take in maybe people who are like, oh, what what is out there? I want to slightly scare myself. Um, But what he gets out in front of you is um, what looks to be last year's edition of Hobus and Hammerstamp's All-Purpose Almanac, which is probably one of the more widely distributed books in the uh, in the kingdom but this one is last year's one and uh in that it's oh you know it's only saying useful things about last year really
1: hmm. um i think bugle will just start perusing this and as he is um he'll just casually start chatting with heinrich so so how long have you been running this shop heinrich seven years But long time to get established uh, what's the local town like do you get much uh, much interest from the locals or is it the travelers that uh, seek your fares? The the,
0: the 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 locals have little hmm, little appetite for some of my offerings but
1: travelers such as yourselves are of a more curious nature of course I'm, I was very curious just looking at your shop nice sign you have there Thank you. He lights another incense thing. Um, scanning through this almanac, is there anything pertinent to anything useful? Like,
0: I mean, yeah, it's no, it's it's a useful book. It's just kind of quite a widely distributed thing. It's basically like it sort of gives like. It's like a it's sort of a reference document for farms and things, so there's, like, tide tables and, like, weather sort of things, seed planting dates and stuff, religious events, phases of the moon, that kind of thing. And then there's just a bunch of articles written by people from
1: throughout the country. Okay. Um, how much do you want for this almanac? Looks like there's a few good articles in here. Three silver. Ah, oh, done deal. Could you break a gold? I can do more than that. I can give you the change after I've broken it.
0: Oh. Sorry, it's hard to make everything sound mystical.
1: Yes, I can break a gold.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, well, that, that's all right, then. I was, worried, I was starting to worry for a moment there. You're quite the ominous sort. Thank you. I try my best.
2: <laughs> Mary has been looking around at all the little trinkets and... Uh guys and stuff like that. And yeah,
0: there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, a lot of little bracelets, and there's like, but quite a lot of crystal things. I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously this guy's doing good business on crystals. There's a kind of mix and match thing, but then yeah, there's lots of little pendants and things which aren't outright claiming to be magical. They're just heavily implying it.
2: <laughs> Can Miru roll Arcana? To see if anything is
0: magical, Arcana, I guess, would be more of like a knowledge, like like it would have to do detect magic. I think to really like
2: investigation or something like
0: that. Yeah, I mean, you could do if you want to do an Arcana check, it would sort of be like that. Would be like, does your knowledge of magical things tell you whether any of this stuff is legit or not? I guess would be a way of doing it. Okay, but to actually detect the magic, have to use the detect magic spell, I think. But yeah, if you want to do an arcana check, you can totally do that.
2: Yeah, no, Miri does nothing. I rolled a three.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough to tell. I mean, some of this seems... Yeah. Some of this could be magical.
2: Yeah. It's already shiny.
0: Some of it clearly isn't, I will say. Some of it clearly isn't. But, like, mm-hmm. there's some stuff that... Maybe it's just the presentation, but you can't be sure.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, Miri's gotten kind of bored, so she she comes up behind, behind Buka, and she's like, uh... Yeah. Hi, Rick. Uh, sir. Uh, did
0: Hello. you see anyone
2: coming through, uh, coming through town really fast?
0: I see many things.
2: Uh, well, th- there was, there was a person who we think was coming through town really fast. And, um, you know, they were, they, they weren't stopping. I don't know if you saw anyone. Uh, there was a, a young woman.
0: When was this? Yesterday. Yesterday. Hmm. Not that I can recall, no. Hmm. Okay. I would say, out, out, out of kind of character and things, like, given the time that, you know, you saw the Russian carriage and the distance between the place that you found the injured woman and the bodies and the town, it would have been quite a late at night occurrence.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. I mean, like, it was kind of like, okay, there's nothing in here to like play with so
0: Mm. I mean there's quite a lot to play with I will say (laughs) there's all kinds of things and there's like some dream catchers and hanging things which I guess would Miri find those a little bit intriguing ooh ooh yes yes but I'm trying
2: not to break everything right now
0: that's totally fair
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think like Miri is sort of like barely contained (laughs) trying to like Because she knows that she's supposed to be good, yeah, and not break everything, but she just wants to like with everything.
0: Yeah, I mean the stress level. The longer you're in here, the more stressful you're finding it because it's it's like this again. Like the things are calling to you. Like as much as the sign outside saying curios and curiosities called to uh, Booger, as like oh, they might have stuff in here. Now that you're in here, seeing so many things that could be easily batted, is yes, it's like the the urge Mm -hmm. to bat is is
1: only rising.
2: I wish to touch everything. <laughs> I,
1: I think Buga sees a, a certain amount of antsiness from you, and catches eyes with um, Kirik with and, and winces a little bit, and puts the almanac in his set in, in his backpack, and then. Uh, Looks over towards Heinrich and goes, um, I, "I think my friend here is getting a little bit excited about some of your bits and pieces around here, but we should probably make our way. Thank you very much for uh, your business today. Um, do try to be a little bit more welcoming. You, you're not, you're not that bad of a chap, it seems, but you do give off the weirdest vibes. Don't tell me my business, sir. Okay." And at that, Puga will give him a nod and look to the others and kind of, uh, are we ready to go then?
3: Yeah, Kirik is going to put a hand out and like just on top of Mary's paws before Mary can get really involved with the particular (laughs) dream catchers. (laughs) it's just a very gentle gesture
0: yeah and then he starts kind of guiding her out of the store was Kyrick keeping an eye out for anything in here i would say while we're before we step out or
3: i think he was just kind of looking at some of the some of the crystals yeah and nothing spectacular really his mind is really on maybe the shop next door has chocolate covered oranges
0: Oh right, yeah, 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 you've you've got <laughs> you're you're preoccupied with the possibility of chocolate, yeah. <laughs> okay, I just thought, I thought before we shuffle out that was yeah. Um, so yeah, as as you head for the door, you do catch out of the corner of your eye Heinrich sort of stepping backwards through the beaded curtain again, and you you think you might hear a sigh
1: as he does, just like a. Uh. <laughs> I've worked in enough shops. I know that feeling. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the customer service sigh
1: yeah <laughs> ah thank <they're> god <gone. laughs> okay back in the town square
0: there's a few more people sort of wandering around now I will say and uh, as you do you see a couple of carriages sort of making their way slowly through town as well it's clear now the day is sort of getting going there's a bit more traffic on the road there's a bit more kind of people out buying things and, and such Cause is, as I say this is kind of like a bit of a town on a junction kind of thing so there's quite a bit of um Hustle and bustle, I will say. Now that it, now that it's getting
1: a, uh, getting into the daytime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where to next then? Uh, are you still wanting to get some sweets?
2: I mean, you can always get something for later. You, I, I think I can wait. Okay.
1: To the pub then. Well, let's keep asking questions. Business first, yes. Yes. Okay. So you head
0: in towards the pub. That is in the square, which as I said is uh, it seems to be called the pig, and uh, it's kind of a bit of a different vibe in here is, as you step in. It's it's a bit more of um, as much as like the 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 other one, the rolling wheel seemed to be like a kind of in but like a coaching in, you know, people stop there. It's definitely you know, it's a tap room under under that, and you saw um, there, obviously drunk at seven o'clock in the morning or whatever it was, um. <laughs> this is very much seems to be the this is the pub the the locals go to the one in the town square Mm. much sort of smaller there isn't seem to be much kind of in the way of like accommodation being like advertised this is like this this has the vibe of this is the town pub as opposed to this is a place for accommodation and things okay so yeah as, as you step in there's a there's a few people drinking you get a kind of the the look of like is it not, uh, hang on, will i will say it doesn't like screech to a halt like you know stepping in and suddenly everybody's drinks sort of scrape and music stops and everyone <laughs> stares at you um but you do get a couple of like sort of odd looks and and like there's some g- sort of grumbling comments made made between under their breath of some people and some like uh, sort of Comments made, no, not for your own ears.
2: We distinctly hear more tourists.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of you bloody tourists coming in here. In. This guy isn't even trying to kind of cover his <laughs> cover his grumbles. Right. It, it, this is a guy leaning on the bar. He looks like a little, little bit of a rough character. Just sort of, more of them coming in here. This is, this is our own pub. They, they got their places. Uh. The barman sort of just gives them a sort of like oh calm, calm down kind of look. Thing. Um.
1: As we approach the bar, Booger, hearing this, kind of sidles up next to the guy that's making all that noise and furrowed brow turns to him and just <clears throat> and straightens his kind of jacket as he does and then uh, says to the barman uh, Good day to you! We're just travelling through! The, the, the guy standing at the bar fucking keep on traveling then why don't you at uh, the bar <laughs> did I hear that right mm-hmm. <laughs> and Booger reaches out and grabs him by the collar like how big is this guy Booger's a pretty g- big guy so comparatively I mean this guy is probably probably 5'11 okay I, th- I think that's a good reasonable like Booga's quite a bit taller Yeah. so yeah grabs him by the collar and pulls him up a little bit I suggest you watch your mouth. And he pushes the guy back down into his chair and then again straightens the jacket. <clears throat> yes,
0: sir, where where were we? Barman reaches um, it and puts like a quickly, like without saying anything, just um, grabs like a club from under the bar and just puts it on the, puts it on the bar quite heavily. He so we don't want any trouble.
2: Mir looks super excited. Maybe <laughs> performatively... Uh, worried that something was going to happen, but like very much oh no something's going to happen.
0: (laughs) Oh no the vibes in here are house-style all of a sudden.
3: (laughs) Uh, Kirik is not performatively worried. He is like legitimately concerned and he's clutching (laughs) his quarter staff like oh okay here we go.
0: (laughs) Just just stretching your neck, like, limbering up, like, okay.
3: Yep. <laughs> Is this happening? Seeing oh,
1: concern, concern <laughs> in your faces, Booger's a little bit taken aback at his own aggression in that moment. Oh, my apologies. Uh, did, did you not hear what he said? We can't stand for that kind of talk.
3: No, uh, I support you. I'm just, um, that happened fast.
0: <laughs> you basically walked in, walked up to the bar, and went. You got any fucking problems? And did grab <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> no, you know. to, to one guy in particular, yeah. and it seemed like he did have a problem. So.
0: The, yeah. the barman, as I say, has not taken the, the club off of the bar, but he's sort of eyeing you warily, as if to, like in he's kind of glancing back and forth. Like, no
1: trouble. We don't want no trouble. My apologies, sir. Um, it seems like you're a patron there, and he looks over to. Him. Bit of a loud mouth on that one. You should probably have a word with him about the travellers that come through here. It seems like surely that's part of your regular business. A little bit. Mostly they to the other pubs, though. I don't suppose you had anybody passing through here yesterday, perhaps in a rush? Everyone's in a rush to get through here. Hmm. Well. There, there isn't anybody around here that's particularly like a, a night owl of sorts. It was It was late at night when this Carriage passed through. Any, anybody that was up late, I mean, I suppose they'd be in bed right now. But well, mayhaps you can ask our barmaid. She's not in for another hour or so. She was locking up last night. Okay. Turning to others. Well, sh- shall we have a, a drink or two and wait for this barmaid? We we'll could probably yeah, do I'm with gonna- loosening up a bit, to be honest.
2: That sounds like a
3: plan. Let's do it. Let's do it kirk nods and just sits down and i think kirk is going to sit between the our group and everybody else so if they're like on the side of the bar kirk is going to sit in the middle hmm. as sort of a bookend a little buffer
0: <laughs> just kind of putting up like a wall in between yeah yeah bombs as well what will it be then if you're waiting
2: uh it it just a like 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 a cup of a cup of ale, please.
1: All right. Yeah, it's likewise right here.
2: Same, please.
0: You quickly get sir, three kind of watery pints of ale. It seems it's a one size fits all. At least, given given the slightly aggro vibes you came in here with, this isn't the most welcoming reception you're <laughs> being given. <laughs>
1: Kind of sit and quietly drink our pints, then I think, (laughs) side eye everybody. Yeah, there's a different. Like the guys, you see the barman sort of
0: grumblingly talk to the guy who, you know, was was making the comments and that, giving him like a. I mean, what you gather to be a kind of like I told you before, kind of keep your mouth shut. Look, you're causing trouble in here. And there's a bit of an argument back and forth about they ought to be in their own pubs. This is this is for us lot sort of thing in mind, this is like 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> <You know? laughs> people on other tables don't seem quite as aggro towards you but they're, they're not really coming over to chat with you or anything they're definitely sort of chatting amongst themselves and then people are kind of drifting in and out as you, as you wait um a little bit of time goes by and uh a quite sort of uh hurried looking um uh, barmaid comes in uh, i'd I say about an hour after so you know he was he was quite accurate um, human. Um she's sort of it's sort of tying on like a kind of apron as she as she steps through the door. So oh, sorry, sorry I'm late, sorry I'm late. Uh, she, she steps behind the bar. Barman um sort of they're, they're chatting a little bit and he says You you just about catch him saying folk over there was asking after a carriage or something last night. You didn't hear anything, did you? Maybe go talk to him. She sort of glances over in your di- direction a little bit sort of... Not, not warily, a little, a little bit warily because, you know, you're... Um, you know, you're unknown to them. And she steps over and says, Can I help you?
2: Yeah, we're just... It was just wondering if, uh, like, last night you saw any um, person... any, any medagun come through the town really fast. Um, you know, we... We uh, found some, some people who'd been attacked uh, outside the town and, and the, the carriage seemed like it was going really fast so um, we were wondering if there if there, anybody had come through last night
0: hmm don't know about fast I did see a carriage going through the square when I was locking up last night seemed a bit later than normal for the, that kind of thing seemed to be going at normal speed though heading up the King's Roadway
2: did you did you notice anything about about the carriage or the are the are people or the people in it? Um, anything?
0: Hmm. No curtains were drawn. Um rider had a had a cloak and a hat on. Um top hat I think. Yeah. I, 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 sorry I don't know more. I just I only noticed it as I was, was locking you know, locking up the the pub.
2: Yeah. Uh thanks. Thanks.
0: Any, anything else I I can get you? Um, sorry, sorry, I couldn't be more help with that. But
2: um, you have any do any snacks?
0: Um, I'll, I'll go I'll go see you. We've got some we've got some pork scratchings and potato chunks. Okay. <laughs> she comes back with just like a bowl of like mixed like food that you probably wouldn't eat if you were sober. That kind of vibe food right yeah some like hog knuckles i guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Mary's sort of like picking through yeah like, just kind of, you know with a finger
0: a lot of it looks like it's been kind of fried <laughs> just like fried <laughs> chunks of stuff it's like bar snacks but you, you, it doesn't look like they're, they're not like messing with you you do see someone on another table has got a bowl of stuff and they're just kind of picking at it Mm-hmm. This hasn't got like the kind of we also do food restauranty vibe. This is very much like a this is a drinking hole kind of thing. Okay,
1: I think Booger wrinkles his nose at the sight of this. He's he's a bit picky with his food. Like it's certainly not the kind of stuff that he would be making while he's out, like <laughs> in the field, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look it doesn't look healthy food. It's not. Mm. <laughs> it's uh... oh, you you enjoy your uh, hog knuckles there. Bit of an acquired taste, it seems. Um we're not doing very well with this information about this cart. It doesn't seem like anybody around here really kind of paid much attention to it.
2: I mean, do you think maybe we should like go the same way as it was going? Who saw it going? So north. That was back north though,
3: right? Yeah, that's
1: that's the way we came. I have a terrible feeling that if that was I I couldn't have been the people that Committed this heist, surely. They they would've How would the news have gotten back to us before they'd escaped in that direction? Surely that couldn't be the case. But then magic, oh I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I just I you know, I just saw what what I saw while we were um camped or whatever, so
1: My gut feeling is that we should press forward. And, and make our way onwards and find out exactly what happened, what was taken, perhaps where it's gone. And that may set our minds at ease eventually, or maybe we'll be full of regret, but we've got to find out one way or the other. I just want to recap some
0: details real quick then. So um, the, uh, the barmaid saw a carriage, which sort of would line up about the right time when she was locking up the pub. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going fast. And the carriage driver she described had a hat on. The one that you saw later on when you saw a carriage speeding by didn't have a hat on, he had a cloak pulled up.
2: Okay. But I mean, I can I can sort of assume that that was the yeah, yeah. person. If they'd taken the carriage right outside the town, mm. it might have been, yeah.
0: Very well might be the same carriage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's sort of lines up in time-wise, that's what I'm sort of saying.
2: Mm-hmm. So I think... I think we just have to um, wait for that that woman to wake up.
1: Seems so. Well, we should. Do you want to kill a little bit, little bit more time? The candy shop's waiting.
2: <laughs> Kyrick's head pops up. Mir is completely mystified by Kyrick's, uh, because cats can't taste sweet. So, <laughs> Miri's completely mystified. But if Kyrick wants to do it. She's like, yeah, sure, let's go uh, to the to the sweet shop.
1: So I might get a thing or two myself. Let's see what they've got.
0: Okay, so stepping back out into the square, um, let's say, it's, again, there's a there's few occasional carriages going through and people hustling and bustling around. As you head towards the sweet shop, you actually go past um, one of the, the sort of smaller shrines um, and you can see as you pass actually uh the the priestess who helped you earlier um Priestess arla is inside just sort of uh the, the door is open even though it's a cold day she's sort of a welcoming kind of presence she she is in there sort of lighting some candles and and such um you know you get a closer look because you didn't really ask her but she is a priestess of istus the so goddess of fate and destiny which being this is a sort of traveling you know there's a lot of Travel going through here, you know that's sort of that's why it sort of makes sense for there to be a shrine there. Looking over at the other shrine, kind of the other side of that, you can see it's to Isuna, the god of goddess of trade. The main temple, with this being a rural t- setting, is to uh, Shantea, the agriculture goddess. But yeah,
2: oh, there's the there's the um, priestess who helped the the lady, and Mary's just gonna like dance over and and go into the. You said it's a building yeah sorry, it's, it's a sort of small shrine
0: done. it's a, it's it's not outside it's kind of a it's just a sort of small it's it's basically like a kind of shop front sort of sized um entrance way um it's not like a full separate temple building it's it's more just like this part of it is, a, is the shrine to istis
2: okay so yeah mir gonna like like sort of skip in and be like oh hi um hi uh you're the priestess who helped the the lady that we found um right
0: i am uh, how are you getting on
2: uh we're we're good uh i was wondering if if that meant that she was awake
0: uh well she's still sleeping when i when i left uh, amish's but um she seemed in an all right state uh, probably just needs a bit of extra rest
2: oh, okay okay thank you <laughs>
0: are you turning around and leaving or are you <laughs>
2: yeah i yeah. think okay I think fair think enough <laughs> miri like that's what miri wanted to know and so she's like okay
0: okay i'm done now so as you kind of head out you just head behind you oh, uh, bye <laughs> blessings be with you
2: and i'll look over my shoulder and be like bye and then continue my way
0: okay <laughs> so yeah that's um she just sort of watches you go and you see a sort of um Uh, If anybody's looking into, then she goes back to lighting the candles and things. So, the sweet shop. As I said earlier, there's a sign that says uh, the Sweet Tooth. Confectionery from across Valana and beyond! With three exclamation points. (laughs) Compared to Heinrich's uh, Curiosities and Curios, which is, as I said, right next door, this is a very well-lit shop. There's sort of lines of uh, candles on like a uh, sort of not low hanging but like well placed chandelier that's nicely sort of illuminating the space. With the the walls are kind of light painted, and um, there is a uh, again sort of very friendly, uh, sort of quite well dressed but like quite friendly sort of beaming smile wearing um, human behind the uh, behind the counter. As your step says, "Hello, welcome to the Sweet Tooth." Hello,
3: um. Well, what do you have that's from beyond?
0: Beyond? oh, all sorts of things. Well, just this morning we got in a case of these. And he holds up a, uh, a jar which is labelled Bonbons in uh, flowing script. He says, all the way from Ashala, the capital city of Eternity itself, he turns back the shelf behind him, grabs another thing. These, not my particular favorite myself, as you can tell. From the name of my shop, I have more of a sweet tooth. But these are sour sourpops all the way from Onus. Turns back, puts the jar back on the shelf again. Very quickly turns back to you with arms full of boxes. These massive assortments from the kingdom of Aurelia. Oh, they do love their chocolate there. Oh, yes, they do. Mmm. <laughs> And as uh, you look at it, the whole place is full of like all sorts of different chocolates and things. it's, it's yeah, all kinds of sweets and things in different barrels and stuff. And
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, Kyrick is super excited to be there. I think like we've seen Miri's pupils expand and dilate. Yeah. When <laughs> she's excited, it's almost the same thing for Kyrick. Like if he were cat, like in any moment, it would be this one.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Well. What, what's your favourite? My favourite? Oh. Well, I am partial to a caramel surprise. Oh. And he holds up, and they like, the sort of spherical, definitely chocolate-covered things, um, but spherical sort of slightly textured kind of balls of chocolate. Is it the surprise, he leans in, like, conspiratorially, got a little, mm-hmm. little bit of a grin on his face. The mm-hmm. surprise is the caramel is inside. Oh. <sighs> I think
3: Kyrick's just gonna plunk his gold bag on the counter.
0: Just, just put it down. Just like, just fuck me up, dog. Just give me this.
3: Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> Take my money.
0: Ooh, I see, sir, also has a sweet tooth. <laughs> oh, um. Shall we go on an odyssey of chocolate?
3: For a second, he seemed like he was going to. Take the bag back and like <laughs> reconsider, but then you said that, and then he just like nods wordlessly.
0: So <laughs> he grabs like a large, <laughs> like like a uh, paper bag for you, and it says, "Let us go on a tour of the lands through wonder and sweetness." And he sort of picks out a few things, or he he's, sort of is saying that he thinks like from each place that he thinks you will enjoy, and. Before you know it, you've got a, a fairly bulging bag of chocolate in front of you of all different types, different sweets here and there, and he says Now then, uh, I'm afraid the small matter of the bill. You notice at this point he's been kind of keeping small notes as he's been going. I'm afraid an assault sort on of such as this is going to cost sir uh, five gold. I'm not even gonna pretend that I was not gonna spend that much money anyway, <laughs> so
3: it's it's okay.
0: Yeah oh that's good. that's very well. well thank you very much then and uh he uh, I guess he counted five gold and he hands over it and it, as I say quite a bulging paper bag it has um printed on the side the sweet tooth confectionery from across Valana and beyond and underneath it just says town square Colton's March and then in big letters tell your friends <laughs> and um he sort of leans in again conspiratorially and says enjoy
3: I am uh, I am have- i'm i'm so excited thank you thank you and he clutches the bag of chocolate Hmm. very preciously and like almost like the bag of gold like he takes back because that was about half of what he had
0: yeah um
3: (laughs) he takes that back almost as a second thought like this is clearly not the priority anymore and he shoves that unceremoniously in his bag but he's very careful with the sack of chocolate yeah
0: like forget the gold the the objective completed, chocolate has been acquired. (laughs)
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) I mean, to be fair as well, that is quite an expensive lot of gold. Five, yeah, a lot of chocolate, because five gold would probably get you, like, several days' stay in an inn. And that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't care. I think, so Kirik is so used to just being out in the middle of nowhere, and, like, staying outside, that Hmm. just being inside of an inn is a huge step up, and this is probably the biggest splurge that he's done in who can actually say how long
0: yeah you gotta treat yourself treat yourself once in a while <laughs>
2: exactly
0: yeah okay so what, what's the thought now heading i think I don't know. Back, back to the back tavern to,
2: yeah
0: yeah okay so as i say it's a short walk back to the tavern as you as you pass um trusty williams uh, again you can see him in there trying to buff the one bit of paint remaining on the side of a carriage and sort of breathing on it, go, oh, give it a wipe of the cloth but the rest of the carriage mm-hmm. has no paint left on it. You know, he's trying to make the best of a bad situation. He doesn't see you passing thankfully, because um, you got the feeling he would have tried to sell you that carriage. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you, you quickly arrive back to the rolling wheel so you step inside uh, there's a few more people in here now again not quite the frosty reception that you had in the pig Hamish sort of looks up as you went to oh we're welcome back jeez uh, you find everything you needed
2: uh yeah we we found a we found a bunch of a bunch of stuff around um we didn't really find anything about uh the carriage or anything so we were the woman that we found was uh, uh you know we were wondering if she was if she was awake yet
0: well, oh, I haven't, uh, haven't haven't had a chance to go up and check on her yet, but um, I don't think so. It's at this moment, though, as you're asking, that there's a, a creak on the stairs. As I said earlier, the, the stairs are kind of to the left of the bar. So you kind of get a view, as you hear this, of suddenly movement on the stairs and slowly kind of awkwardly making her way down the stairs, sort of shakily holding onto the banister. Is I and mean, it's still in the clothes you found her in, in the forest, obviously. Kind of wide-eyed, looking around, is the young woman that you found. Still quite pale, and she's just got a look on her face of I don't know how I got here. She's just sort of taking in the bar settings around her, as if, as if she doesn't really know what she's seeing.
2: Oh, oh, there she is, that right, right now, and she's gonna, uh, you know, like flounce over. And say hi, hi, hi. You're you're awake. Um, are you, how are you? How are you doing?
0: As you face her, it takes a second or two for her vision to kind of bind your own eyes. It almost looks like she's having trouble focusing. And when she does, though, you see a look of growing, growing horror, growing realization as maybe a memory comes back to her she opens her mouth to speak they... they stole my face That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday, January 25th for the next chapter of this story, and we hope you'll all join us for that. In the meantime, you can find links to all of our online presences, including our Discord server, our Ko-Fi page, our merch store, and much, much more at pretendingwithdice.com. So, yeah, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.